What is up, everybody? This is an exciting day. For the past several months, our team has been dreaming and pitching and planning this idea of a podcast. Curated with you in mind, we wanted a new way to connect with you, especially in light of this pandemic, ugh, which has caused a total lack of in-person hangs. Nobody wants to look at another screen, am I right? I am so over it. Here's what you can expect. A little bit of unprofessionalism. You know, it just comes with the youth minister territory. A lot of laughs, but that's just the shallow end. Every now and then, we will take a dive to the deep end and hear from staff and special guests on issues of spiritual growth, theology, a mix of all things faith and culture. For now, we're calling it the table. So this podcast is an invitation to pull up a seat and join the discussion on all things faith and culture. In a marriage of interview and conversational style, this podcast will be hosted by our team and special guests, and together we will work to bring scripture, the tablets, to the table, preparing a feast that will hopefully nourish your soul. Each episode is a full feast, an appetizer in the form of banter, conversation on relevant hot topics, a main course centered around unpacking scripture and theology, and finishing with a sweet treat of games or trivia. Who knows what Hoopy has up her sleeve? So this will be delivered to your inbox each week and will hopefully stream somewhere official in the nearest future. And you can hang out with our team, which speaking of our team, let me introduce you to us just in case you haven't had the absolute pleasure and privilege to get to know us yet. So meet Adam. He's the president of this here little club and he loves the Boston Red Sox and fishing and weird shirts and spends most of his time (laughs) bossing us all around. He also has a really cute new kid named Janie B. Then there's Kate. Kate loves everything and everyone. Seriously. If you know, you know. She loves tea, not coffee. Her puppy Mowgli and her new hubby Sean. Maybe in that order too. Next up is the worship wonder himself, Mason Cavanis. He is a former rodeo clown, which is a skill that comes in oddly handy on a youth ministry staff. He'll be doing a lot of the producing and editing, but you'll hear him now and then too. Then, of course, there's our favorite lad from across the sea, Derek Walker and Wood. He's our middle school director, but he also doubles as a woodworking machine and a hilarious dictionary of weird Irish phrases. He also has a wee lad, Henry, who is his for sure identical twin. And who could forget Hannah Hoops Defada? That's right, Defada. She got her a new last name this summer. She keeps us all laughing and helps bring our office fashion score out of the negatives. And then there's me, I'm Lee, and I can't wait to kick off this road show. Just a warning though, get me riled up and my Southern twang will flood the place. So that's our crew. We're the best of friends, usually, and also on staff together at Brentwood UMC in Brentwood, Tennessee. You won't hear us all, all the time, but you will hear from all of us some of the time. Each week, we're gonna gather around this here table. It's imaginary, you're sitting at it too, sometimes a special guest, and talk about all the things. We will jump into all the hot topics, complete a few challenges, jump on the latest TikTok trends, and we will walk through scripture and conversations together. We promise to be authentic, conversational, this is not a preaching hour, and mostly funny. So pull up a seat. Welcome to the table. Hey, 
y'all, this is Kate. And do you have like this crazy thing, like a basketball game or a play or something we can come see you rocking at being you? Let us know. We'd love to come see you and help support and cheer you on. All righty, guys. So for this uh, inaugural appetizer section of this uh, podcast, uh, Adam and I had a question that we wanted to present to the group. And that question is, what unpopular opinion do you hold? Um, so, the, so a word about this. You have to um, defend your position. It can't just be, you know, I don't like cheese or something. You have to actually Who say... Who would ever say that? You actually have to <laughs> yeah. say, like... It would be an unpopular opinion among yeah. us, though. Right. It would be. It would sure. be. I think we all really, really like cheese. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the point is, you have to defend your position. So, Adam, do you want to go first? Yes. I think... A peanut butter sandwich is ruined by jelly. What? Wow. What? <laughs> like, if you add jelly to a peanut butter sandwich, you're just ruining a perfectly Have good sandwich. Have you ever sandwich. just had peanut butter on like, bread? How do you, like, yeah, that's so... Do your jaws not so stick dry. together? I love it. They'll, do you I, like dry sandwiches? You yeah, can feel about bananas del- and peanut butter. It's like eating oh. cotton balls. No. I don't want to eat a banana, <laughs> period. But do you brush your teeth after? Well, I brush my teeth at some point after. Maybe not right after. A couple days later. <laughs> I just think it's like, I just think you have, when I think about a sandwich, like I have a perfectly good peanut butter sandwich and then I watch someone add jelly to it. The best like, part. You've, you just mm-hmm. ruined a perfectly th- good sandwich. But I think the question, I th- the issue is, is a peanut butter sandwich is different from a peanut butter, peanut butter jelly, jelly sandwich. Yes, thank sandwich. you, Mason. But thank you. I think my opinion is that there should only actually be a peanut butter sandwich. Okay, but creamy or crunchy? Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. It was exclusively crunchy growing up, but right. then later in life, now I'm uh, just creamy. Okay. I still maintain that... Uh, a peanut butter sandwich is different from a peanut butter jelly yeah. sandwich. I think if you add Agreed. jelly in, it's kind of like a break. Be- beca- but if you're just going for a peanut butter sandwich, you should just go for yeah, a peanut butter Yeah, because sandwich. you can't really argue that if you if you add anything to something that's already whole, then it could potentially, you know what I'm saying? If if you're if you're saying that, that it's so only good. a peanut butter sandwich, mm. you're right, and you add jelly to it, well, obviously you're messing up You've the peanut butter it. sandwich. Right, and I think that my I'm opinion, is, your opinion the, is the peanut is butter invalid. sandwich is the only one that's really worth it. Maybe you yeah, haven't I, had... A good, a good PB peanut butter and jelly. See, now you sound like some sushi people that are like, oh, you don't like sushi? You just don't like it because you haven't tried my okay. sushi. All right, Hoops, what is your, what is your unpopular <laughs> okay, okay, opinion, okay. Hoops? Here's my unpopular opinion. Y'all know how much I love pineapples. Uh-huh. I do uh-huh. not like pineapple on pizza. Ooh, that I is know. gross. Oh, God, it's so good. That's nasty. I like the sweet okay, water. Yeah. You don't okay. like jelly I'm with your peanut butter, but you'll put pineapple on your pizza. Pineapple's 100%. good on pizza. Okay, the reason being is that good. pineapple... Was not made to be warm. Just leave it cold. Ooh, good point. Yeah, well, but it's in a warm climate. We're the ones that put say, it in what, what, what about is what it about chilled pi- naturally? What about pineapple no. upside down cake or whatever? Nope, That's warm. No, no, just leave pineapple by itself. It's not good when you add it to stuff. That's I, interesting. That's unpopular. That's untrue. Mm-hmm. Very unpopular. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yes, Lee. What is yours? What do you got? I got a list about a mile long, but <laughs> I um, my first. I, I'm Derek. I just brace yourself. I hate I Ireland. Do. do not really love Chick Fil A. I knew she was. Oh, say I knew. That. Yeah. Mercy. I've done brought it now, haven't I? Uh-huh. You are bringing the fire. Bringing the fire. You got to fight for your. What do you I think? Just, it's just not good. It's like I don't know if it's the oil or something that it's made in, but it doesn't agree with me, and it. Mm. Like, I, I mean that's 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 fair. I, like I mean if if it right if it's like a French. physical I thing, I also like there are moments certainly when I crave it, very very rarely. 
Um, but when I do, I get frustrated because the line is always so long no matter when mm. you go. Mm. But I, so I, I get like mad at it. They are. So I'm like, I just am anti-Chick-fil-A kind of. And jeez, oh, anti-Chick-fil-A. Wow. This is anti. Yeah, I feel like the opinion went from just like, I don't like it to like anti. anti. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a whole step. I am not just anti. It up I, will, I do dashes. love a waffle fry, Dang. but mm. like I could do without them, you know? <laughs> oh, what about their milkshakes? Do you, do you, have, you said you had a whole long list. Do you have any oh, more? Do, would you like me to add the I mean, salad, I could do without. Oh, whatever. Yes. Derek's I love it. Salad. Cartoons, never watched them as a kid, ever. What? Not into it. Chipotle, boo. What? Star oh. Wars, negative. Oh, my oh, That makes sense. Um, I don't like shorts. Absolutely <laughs> not. And I also shorts. hate LaCroix. Oh. I do, too. Oh. TV stuff. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, hit to hit that the line. stuff mm-hmm. is LaCroix That is gross. Wait, shorts? Who, how can you not enjoy shorts? I just don't like them. Half your legs, get some breeze. <laughs> <laughs> get some breeze. Half your legs, <laughs> get some breeze. <laughs> Dresses and skirts. Well, I'm so, not wearing okay. a dress on my average day. Well, so you stick if with you your shorts. Scottish, I don't want you about your unaverage days. That'd be kind of the same thing. Speaking of, well, not Scotland, Ireland, I guess. Derek, do you have an opinion? Uh, an opinion? What? He's my, still recovering from chicken. Uh, yeah, that that hurt deep. Um, <laughs> that hurt deep. My opinion is, well, I have two. One, uh, the first one are pickles just shouldn't be a thing. Mm. That is so I wrong. wrong. In any shape or form. Pickles are And great. two, I feel like um, Americans are wild about ice, and I think it's overrated. I'm, I'm with you on Have that. you ever had the ballpark, like, Sonic ice? I know that you're passionate about your ice, uh, but... <laughs> But, we're drawing lines in the sand over there. But you, too much ice. Too much ice. I ordered a drink here, and it's like ice filled to the top with mm, a little yeah. bit of liquid. Um, mm. In Ireland, if I want my ice, I got to put the ice in the little cube thing the night before. So I got to pre-think if I want my ice and how many cubes I want. Not that I've seen. Really? really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of all over things here, to not make it over there. Over here, it's just right. ice. Ice, ice. I do agree. They put too much ice in drinks. Yeah, I yeah. will. I will say that there is something to be said about an ice to drink ratio. But yeah. like, it seems like your opinion is just against ice in general, which is like, uh, what well, no, you put in your about cooler. A little bit of ice. I'm okay with a little bit of ice. I would say easy on the ice. That's mm. what I say at Chick Fil A mm. too. You do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. That's such an interesting one. I'm really shocked that you guys don't have ice makers. No ice makers. Yeah, that's an odd. Just day. the freezer. Which is. A built-in ice maker. <laughs> you right. put water in. Yeah, it you just ice. turn it. Okay. All right, Kate, what is yours? Um, okay, so uh, as Lee said earlier that I don't like coffee, but I'm going to broaden that out a little bit that I also don't like sodas very much. Um, so like caffeine in general just doesn't agree with me, and I think it should be regulated like other um, oh. drugs. That wow. is certainly That's probably the, is... the most unpopular opinion. <laughs> caffeine should caffeine. be regulated. Yeah. America runs what if, on like, caffeine. What, yeah, like what if what if America we had to regulate our caffeine? Just like you know, we would be less oh. productive. And drink what? Water <laughs> <Fruit> juices. Water. <laughs> drink, drink water. Herbal tea. Like what kind juices. of coffee you drinks? One of those mocha mocha chocolate frappuccino. Oh, do you know what's it's that? It's sugar. Pump- pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin spice, spice is, back is back. Yesterday. Oh, Derek. Derek so excited. Derek praise hands. You can't see that, but praise hands from Derek. Right praise now. hands. Over pumpkins. So. I don't I don't like have you told yours? Yeah, what's your uh, unpopular so, opinion? Oh, yeah. So my unpopular opinion, I don't really know. I don't know if it will really matter with this group, but um, I think that the Beatles as a band are wildly overrated. Oh. <laughs> I think are that... Are you sure? I, I wow. am 100% sure. The Beatles... I will 100% grant their uh, their um, 
con- contribution to like popular music, but they are not a good band. I don't want to listen. What? I don't want to listen for hours on end of Eleanor Rigby, Father McKenzie. It, 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 it's not pleasant. They have they have some good songs. <laughs> they have some good songs, but like overall, no. Just wow, get that's away. very unpopular. Get away. I feel like yeah, that is really really unpopular. Like to just say like I feel like it'd be one thing to say like. The Beatles have some songs that I really do not care to listen to. But it's a whole other thing to say, yeah. overall, I don't want to listen to they're the Beatles. Over, they're completely overrated. I don't even know what the Beatles sing. They sing Hey Jude. Sing, That's a good song. Hey oh, yeah. Imagine All. That one? That yeah. one, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Wait, Imagine was just John Lennon, right? Well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Mason oh, oh, doesn't no. like him anyway. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, wow. okay. Wow. Cool. Those are Hey guys, this is Hannah. I just wanted to tell y'all to check out Bible Study every Wednesday. Middle school is over Zoom with me and Derek, and high school is in person with Adam and Kate. Um, High school is at 6 and middle school is at 7. We hope to see you there. So uh, let's get serious. Um, so I don't know um, about you guys, but um, we have been stuck at home now for a long period of time. What, it seems like March. It's 10 years. Yeah. 10 yeah. years ago. March, April. 29 years. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's been forever. <laughs> Six, Six months. months. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh gosh, me what? being a creature of habit, a creature of routine, I love just knowing what my week and my structure is going to look like. Um, and I apply that then also like my kind of my rhythmic week, what I do in the mornings, what I do with work and with Henry and my wife. And, and that's kind of been thrown off. And then, you know, with that comes my spiritual routine and what I knew once, you know, when I would have my quiet time and my time um, with the Lord each day. And that's kind of thrown out the window now because I'm in this new territory, this unknown territory of what things are going to be looking like. Um, So uh, with that, over the next couple of weeks, over the next couple of months in this podcast, we want to talk about um, spiritual disciplines. And maybe another word for that would be spiritual habits, Um, things in the faith that um, are core to what we believe, things that help us grow in our faith. Um, So we're going to be talking about that as a staff, things that we've struggled with, things that we've kind of done really well with, and things in which we can do better at. Um, But if you're wondering what spiritual disciplines are, um, you maybe never even heard about those before, Um, Lee's just going to quickly run through um, some of those just to give us an idea of what a spiritual discipline is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's a book that I love that I've gleaned a lot from in my spiritual life um, by a guy named Richard Foster. It's called Celebrations of Discipline. So if you've got a pen or paper, definitely write that down. If not, um, come back to this when you do and write that down. It'd be a great book to have and to read um, just for your personal journey. But um, Richard Foster talks about like spiritual habits are really the thing that take us from knowing about God to knowing God, knowing God intimately, growing up from infancy, uh, from like baby Christians into mature, thoughtful, um, spirit-led believers. And so he kind of outlines um, in three categories spiritual disciplines. Uh, Derek, you and I were talking, like you can Google spiritual disciplines and a multitude of things oh, will come yeah. Like some people say there's seven. Some people say there's 12. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there's certainly not a place in scripture that says these are the ones, um, but these are just from seasoned people that have been walking with the Lord for a long time. Um, And Richard Foster, to me, would be a great person to trust. And so he outlines them as these, the inward disciplines. So meditation, prayer, fasting, study, outward disciplines. Um, These help us be the kingdom of God in the world. Things like simplicity, solitude, submission, and service. And then corporate disciplines, things that um, bring us together as a body. Things like confession and worship and guidance and celebration. And so we're going to kind of walk through some of those together over the next couple of weeks um, during our main course section of the podcast. So the question today for our team is, like, how has the pandemic affected your routines? Hmm. Not even just your spiritual routines, but just in general. Like, what is a day? What did a day look like compared to what a day looks like for you now? Ooh. I feel like um, when you know before um, BC, before Corona, um, like we had a like a base and a foundation of stuff already built, and we were like adding stuff on or like redecorating. And now it's just like we have to rebuild, mm. um, kind of where we are and what we're doing. Um, I, like Derek, love my routines, but um, it's kind of like I had to rebuild and retrain myself to, like, not sit on the couch at home while I'm trying to work or, like, you know, making sure I'm outside a little bit the day and, you know, around people. Um, So relearning those things that I already had built in Mm -hmm. to my day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Adam, you're a gym guy. How has that been affected? It's been hard. Um, I mean, at, when the pandemic started, like I kind of scurried and started ordering online some stuff before a lot of these, um, like right now still like, it's really odd, but it's, it's hard to find like can't dumbbells. Find weights. Yeah. You yeah. can't find can't weights find over 15 places. pounds. You just can't find them like oh. at a reasonable price. I don't need anything over 15. Some, one of my friends, their, their apartment, somebody keeps stealing the weights. Yeah. There's only a few surprised. set of oh dumbbells gosh, left. What? I mean, that's terrible, but that's <laughs> probably, so, probably you, takes them a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we, um, we built up some stuff in our garage, which it's, I mean, it's nice to be able to go out to the garage and do that. And that kind of became mm-hmm. part of like my day is like, all right, going out to the garage. And that was kind of a checkout zone of like, leave the phone behind, leave the iPad behind or whatever, except for, for music. But, um, yeah, rhythm is, I, I mean, just, just having a rhythm is so hard anyways. And I feel like in the midst of the pandemic, like all of it just got like turned upside down and like I'm such a rhythm person and I'm such like a needing routine of like even down to the routine of like this is what I fill um my drive time my commute to work with Mm -hmm. like and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like productive stuff but like oh I'm gonna think about that while I drive to work I'm Mm -hmm. gonna think about my Sunday night talk while I'm driving to work Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna listen to this book or I'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. and like when all of that got like just like vacuumed out so immediately Mm. um it's been really hard to think about like well when and what do I add back in Mm -hmm. and how do I do that Mm. that's That's so interesting you say that about your drive that's the one thing Herschel like has grieved so big time is his drive to work Mm -hmm. his time when he like listens to podcasts or like Mm -hmm. does an audiobook where he feels like he has room for like personal growth in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. and that's been so so difficult sometimes I'll just get in the car and drive around the neighborhood <laughs> so the debrief time like from work into home yeah that's what I've grieved that like yeah it's that just that, like dead space of like okay I'm putting this away you right. know 
It's a solid, like, yeah, transition from one to the next. Mm. It's hard to do when everything happens just in the same room. In the same room, yeah. And you think about, like, students doing school. Like, when does, Mm. like, normally the bell rings, right, and it's done, and we walk out the doors Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. see you tomorrow. Right. Now it's like the bell rings and I close my computer. Mom can have a snack. Right. And with routine comes, like, scheduling you know like we we love to schedule and plan ahead and we're going to take this trip or going to do this thing and that was hard to have to be in the unknown of what was to come you know yeah that was what was hard for me it's not being able to plan ahead well yeah especially i mean with like wedding stuff yeah that's yeah. just oh yeah i don't want to talk about that wedding. yeah it was i don't hard. want to talk about it <laughs> That's so hard. Still too soon. It's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. I think for me, like, to, if I'm totally honest, like, discipline has never been an area where I feel like I've excelled anyway. And so it's like I sunk even lower probably um, in the pandemic. Um, I crave routine and I do, I function best in routine, but I don't always um, order my day or my life the way that I should, I guess, in a routine. And so when the pandemic hit, it was like I didn't really have a foundation of to stand on. And so it just got that much harder. And um feel like I sort of lost a, sen- a sense of self, a sense of my identity, like, um, mm. because I didn't have, like, a place to go. Mm-hmm. Or I, did, I, was, I didn't feel productive. Or, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, so I think I took something that probably wasn't great to begin with and have seen it tank and I think we're turning in corner but yeah yeah I've thought about too like now where we are in it you know having been months into it and a little more experienced and like I said like that's literally it's the first time I've put it in the words that that way but it literally is what it feel like that when it hit like it vacuumed out every bit of routine and rhythm that I had And now it's been odd to, like, what do I put back into it? Mm -hmm. Like, we have this fresh perspective of, like, what do we put back in? But it is that, like, hard question. And it's kind of funny because the other day, Carlisle and I were walking. And, like, most people who know me know that, like, I love to fish. And so, like, one of the things I've been saying for years is, like, I would love time to just fish. And, like, the one thing that I did not really at all do during all this was, like, go out and fish. Because I was just so, like, I think I was so baffled by just, like, all of a sudden everything getting taken away that I didn't even know what to, yeah, like, totally. put in. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it's I think like it's... paralyzing. So, yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. paralyzing. And I think it mm-hmm. does the same thing with our faith, right? It, like, almost yeah. paralyzes us to know, like, what do we... What can I even do? Like, church just got sucked away. Small groups just got taken away. Everything right. just got taken away. What do I... What do I do? Which I think a lot of times our habits or our disciplines are dictated by our feelings, like, I don't want to work out today, so I'm not going to put that into my routine. I'm not going to be disciplined about that. Um, I don't feel inspired. I don't feel connected. So I'm not going to read my Bible mm-hmm. or I'm not going to mm-hmm. pray or whatever. So, um, and apathy just begins absolutely to creep in. sets mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is so, it's such a disease, you know, yeah. it just poisons everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What spiritual practices or disciplines, like we talked about sort of just our basic routine, but you know, we taught, I just mentioned some of those disciplines like meditation or prayer or study or solitude, service, confession, 
um, I've had the too corporate much disciplines are particularly difficult yes. right now because we're not together. But like what in some of those, what rings a bell is something that the pandemic has increased like difficulty for you? I think for me, it's um, solitude. And I think maybe that also has to do with having an almost one year old um, mm-hmm. in the house. And, you know, whenever I mentioned earlier, like I have somebody that craves structure and routine and um, when you're at home all day with, you know, a, a baby in the mm-hmm. house, and and you, you all know what this is like, but um, you have to be you have to be somewhat flexible, or yeah. not somewhat flexible. You have to be very flexible, and so your day is not maybe you might not get to work through your day like you thought you would. You have to work around nap schedules. You have to work around mm-hmm. like you know if the, right now he's teething, and so you have to work around mood swings, and so uh, finding solitude and rhythm. Um, is some days just non-existent and um so yeah definitely having like finding aspects of solitude aspects of rest um Mm. is has been difficult and you would think you would think the opposite right you think of oh i'm at home i have all of this you know now time on my hands um but it really hasn't turned out that way yeah it's it's interesting to hear you say that Derek, because i feel like you're one of the most hard-working people ever like Derek, if you don't know, like gets up at three thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and starts hammering things. And mm-hmm. Literally, <laughs> he'll come his to work. Just is hammering a he piece of wood. He's not doing all I do is. But literally, he'll come to work and he, won't he? He'll be like, "I built a, a ten foot table this morning, yeah, yeah, and I've already delivered it." You know, and we're like, "Oh, well, I barely got a shower before I got to work." Um, <laughs> My hair's still wet. But I think that's an interesting point. Really, it actually is. Yeah. Um, interesting point is like hard work is not synonymous with discipline like it's not about doing 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 you mentioned rest like that is a discipline sabbath you know to 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 pull back a little bit i I almost feel like i got more rest during it but i also don't have a baby at home i would say for those of us who don't have kids at home like i feel like solitude is like i don't ever want to be in this much solitude ever again Mm. oh wow um yeah ever like it it I think for me it's like me grappling out and my prayer life has gone up the roof just because I know that's a stable like backdrop who I can talk to and Mm. who like I can listen to but it's just like me and so I'd never want to be this in much solitude ever again you're a a fellowship girl (laughs) extrovert yeah yeah but that is so interesting even Derek for you and I like to create some rhythm with solitude which is nearly impossible with two kids with a kid your age but Adam, you had a baby during, well, you didn't have a baby, Carla had a baby during quarantine. So like, yeah. like the, you started the pandemic in a different rhythm and then have had to like adjust again. Yeah. And I was just kind of thinking about that, honestly, before you even brought that up, Lee, is just like thinking like, what has Janie B like brought to that? And I think in some ways, because like, you know, she was born in late May and so, everything had already been kind of stripped away that it's almost like we've rebuilt just around her existence, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to say like, eh, the best time to bring a child into the world is in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. But like, <laughs> maybe it did give us a different perspective of like, we rebuilt around having a child. Like we were kind of in this place of like, well, I don't you have to fit her into the crazy, like, yeah, we, you know. I mean, like there was work calls and try to get your projects done and stuff, but like, we were pretty much just sitting at home. And like, so there was points at which I remember Carlisle being like, if I'm going to sit at home, I might as well just start raising a kid. Like, mm-hmm. uh, let's go ahead and have this baby so that I can have a project to work on. And so we kind of thought about that. And of course, you know, now hindsight and the reality of actually raising a child, like it's, you know, talk about 
craziness of learning rhythm and figuring that out. Like now we're really learning that how difficult that can be. And, but, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think too, like not only has it been pandemic, but like think of everything that's happened Mm. in the world Mm -hmm. since we were all together. Yeah. And for our family, like just the racial, racial tensions, the culture around racism and, um, the country, like I think about meditation and solitude, but just like there have been days when it feels like I've just all the news just bombards mm-hmm. and bombards and mm-hmm. you just dwell on it because there's not a whole lot of lot else to do. And so I wasn't cre- I haven't created the best space. I think that I'm creating better boundaries now to just fix my mind on other things, especially spiritual things. Um, but yeah, that's one that that's certainly lacking for me. Who's missing? I guess our extroverts are mis- missing, like our worship and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. celebration. I miss the high fives walking into worship. Yeah, and like just the energy of like walking into a room and like not having to create your own energy. Some, I, that's a very extroverted thing to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just it feels like. Um, the corporate right now is totally different. And so I should be leaning more on the inward and maybe it's me like fighting that. Mm. And maybe it's like, Hey, this is what you really should be working on, but I'm going to fight it a little bit. Um, and I know that in my heart. Um, so maybe just preparing myself for a whole nother semester of trying to rebuild and refigure that out. Mason, especially like corporate, like worship is one of those things. And so, and, and specifically worship can mean a lot of different things, but for you specifically, like that has to have been difficult to like your life kind of centers around Mm. that space and leading. Like, how's Mm. that been? Uh, it's, it's been an adjustment for sure. Um, there's, there's a difference, there's a difference, uh, in like worshiping with a congregation and then worshiping like to a camera. It's just, it's super cold and like Mm. really, um, it feels like super impersonal, you know, and I, I think, I think in the same way that, I mean, just to be transparent, how like we're recording this thing, and there, there, there's just something when there's like a microphone, it's like we're performing now, mm. you know what I mean? Like just <laughs> recording this podcast, um, it's it's sort of similar to like, well, now there's a camera on me, and now we got to do this, and so then it's sort of. It, it in a way it sort of feels like the focus unintentionally s- sort of shifts into like it's not personal it it can f- it can fall into being more like um outwardly pleasing slash appealing than like mm-hmm. internally uh like meaningful yeah. yeah yeah it turns more into like performative you know mm-hmm. um so just you know by doing our sunday night things and then even you know doing stuff for trinity it's like I, I, I feel like there are there are times when I have to catch myself, you know, because mm-hmm. not only do you kind of fall into that performative space, you also you also uh, fall into the like, I mean, Derek mentioned like apathy, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's so easy to just feel like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, nobody's here like they're just watching. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, and then it just sort of turns into autopilot, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been hard. Um, I mean, that's. Uh, probably goes without saying, but it's definitely been a, a tough thing. Well, definitely be sure to um, join us in our next couple of podcasts when we journey through these disciplines and de- hear from different voices, even besides our own team. 
um, just in ways that we can grow in these areas. We all have of room for growth. And Richard um, Foster talks a lot about there's not, this is not elevating one above another. Um, it is truly a balance um, of these disciplines so that we can um, be the face of God to the world. So mm. um, be sure to join us for our next couple of podcasts where we um, chat through spiritual discipline. Thanks, everybody. Hey, it's Adam. Don't forget that our next in-person worship is going to be November the 1st. As always, registration required, and we can't wait to see you there. Yeah, we have got kind of a um, trivia, but it's like European trivia slash fun facts, which I'm not really sure European if, trivia. if there will be, if you will be able to guess a correct answer to some of these questions. Oh, good. Um, okay, so... Just holler your name if you think you know the answer to. Okay. Um, but if you were to look at every piece of artwork in the Louvre, in the Louvre Museum mm. for 30 seconds, each, each piece of artwork, how long would it take you to see every piece of artwork? I feel like I actually recently saw this on like a Facebook. Something. You have to say your name first. Oh, Lily. Lily. <laughs> um, it was like years and years, right? No. Okay. I didn't see I it on would, Facebook. I Hannah. Mm-hmm. I would guess. Two days. No. Kate, is it three months? No. Adam Crane Jones, the fourth. Yes. <laughs> three days. No. Mason, Are we even close? Mason, I mean, I, I'll guess since everybody else got it wrong. Uh, I'm going to say it would take, for 30 seconds each, every piece of art in the Louvre, it would take exactly 34 hours and 52 minutes. No. Uh, 35 full days. Oh, so 35 24-hour days. I was almost there. Okay, I said years. I'm embarrassed. So. I've I'm been there. Have y'all been there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't that not. place cool? Nope. <laughs> Ain't that place cool? So nobody got that one right. Okay, on, on, on to the next Yeah, one. we're... Okay. Yeah, so uh, Sweden. Everybody know where Sweden is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. Sweden <laughs> Sweden had a, has a Twitter account. What is so interesting about their Twitter account? It's in Swedish. Well, say yes. your name first. Mason. But that's... It's in Swedish. Well, yes, but that's to be predicted. Kate, it's about... Don't they have a great royal family? Oh. Mason. Yes? I'm not sure, Kate. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say something stupid. I don't know. Lee, they've actually banned Twitter. No. Oh. That was a good guess. Okay, the answer is, they give the Twitter username and password to a random citizen every <gasps> week. Oh, that cool. is oh, that's awesome. So, cool. yeah, super cool. so they pick a random citizen and you get, you get the whole country's Twitter account for a week. Wow. I'm so, so glad cool. we have not employed just, that. Just, here. just a random do you have to like sign up for like a lottery thing or what? Uh, yeah, you have to apparently you have to like sign up for it and then they just pick at random. Can you imagine that in this wow. country? No. Oh my god. No. I can't. I'm so, so thankful. Okay. In in Hungary, anybody know there is a country called Hungary? Yes. yes. Uh, in Hungary, what is accept, what is unacceptable to do in a restaurant? Leave Hannah. Leave yes. food on your plate. Uh, no. Okay. Lee, wear shoes. Uh, no. Mason, pass gas. <laughs> <laughs> I was say yes, that. I mean, but probably. No. But. <laughs> That's everywhere. Kate, mm-hmm. tip. No. Don't Which tip. we don't tip in Europe. Yeah, they by don't the way. tip in Europe. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe. Oh. They don't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You're not supposed to tip because they actually. That's why Europeans love when Americans come for vacation. Lee, drink with ice in your cup. No. Uh, You can actually get a fine if you clink your glass. 
Like if you wanted to toast, oh. you can oh. get you can get fined for clinking your for glass toasting. in a restaurant. Nice. Yes. Okay. In Finland, Finland is known for for many things, but they're really known for one sport. What is it? Adam Crean Jones the fourth. Yes. Curling. No. Oh, that was my guess. That, that's a good guess. <laughs> um, I'm glad it was Hannah. Uh huh. Um, disc golf. No. <laughs> <laughs> disc golf. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say that's the uh, worst guess yet you of said, all trivia you and podcast. So Did anybody even do that outside of the U.S.? <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to get it, so I just need to say I, that. No, 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 no. Skiing? Okay, I was going to say like, uh, like long-distance skiing. No. Uh, Spade skating. No. Wait. what? Uh, Mason. Think about uh, weird sports uh, in the Olympics. No. What is it? Guys, what they're known for is wife carrying. <laughs> it is an actual sport. Oh my gosh! You go carry ahead your and wife? Google it when you go home. Uh, wife carrying. I like is, this golf better. Can we employ that in our next? Is like a national sport in Finland. Uh, wow! Fascinating. Disc. They have golf. like this. Disc golf. They, <laughs> yeah, disc golf. Hey. They actually have. It's kind of like a like a um, like a marathon, like a uh, obstacle course, and you have to. The husband has to carry their wife through this course, and it's a race. Uh, so oh no discs. my god! I wow. was imagining all those I, no, people in Finland walking around with all their discs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, disc golf sounds all better. The in the world. So it, uh, in Switzerland, <laughs> it is against the law to what after 10 p.m. Use an umbrella, Lee. Use an umbrella. <laughs> use an umbrella. I don't know. <laughs> no, sorry. She's competing. After after uh, after, after 11 10 p.m. Oh, 10. Mm-hmm. Adam Crane Jones, so forth. Yes. Drive a car. Nope. Mason, drink yep. outside. What'd you say? Drink outside? Negative. Um, Hannah? Yes. Skip in the streets. What'd you say? Skip in the streets. Oh, no, no, no. No skipping. No skipping. I just <laughs> tried to think of something. Wait. What did you think? Uh-huh. Jennifer is the only one left. Um, is it illegal to... Uh, I don't know. Parallel uh, park. Public transportation. No. I kid you not. It is illegal in Switzerland to flush the toilet. After 10 p.m. After 10 p.m.? No, that... Mm-mm, Look no. it up, it's true. I have to go to the bathroom every night in the middle yes. of the night. Yeah. The, yeah. If you're, I don't know how they track it. What's the top 10? It is against the law after 10 p.m. to flush the toilet. Maybe it's something with their water system or something? Possibly. Okay, we've got one or two more. Okay. Um, what is so special about a penguin in the zoo in Edinburgh, Scotland? They're well known for this one penguin. What's so special about it? Adam Green is the fourth. Yes. Artist? No. Artist? What like it paints of? or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what with its flap? I thought artist was flap, like a uh, breed of penguin. What, what a weird answer. <laughs> no, like aren't there, aren't there like, you know, there's elephants. those elephants that like paint with their... Like it's all, it's all just say a Have you seen word. a penguin? <laughs> but you just said <laughs> artist. artist. Like it's an artist. I don't <laughs> Adam, have you ever seen a penguin? <laughs> yeah, it, they don't have opposable thumbs. What are they? They don't have thumbs. They but waddle. Think about its like flappy wings. If you put a little paint on those, <laughs> then it should this. Like, you gotta have a piece of paper over here and a piece of okay. paper over yeah. here. It paints two uh, paintings at once. Gone. Mason, incredibly yes, Mason. The, it's the oldest penguin in existence. Uh, no. Oh. Lee is albino. Negative. Good <laughs> that's good that's a very good. good guess. Anybody else? It. I this penguin is so special once. because it is. <laughs> it plays okay. disc golf. Yeah. What is it called? <laughs> what is it called when? This is going to be good. They are 
when you're like connected, like twins are like Siamese connected. Siamese oh, like, penguin uh, conjoined, it's a conjoined, like a conjoined with no. Okay, conjoined penguin. I was trying to think outside Anything the box. Else? No, tell us. I'm dying. It's, it's a pygmy. This uh, one penguin has actually been knighted by the queen. Oh, that's oh, that is adorable. Oh. Wow. Now, what the Sir, heck did that penguin do to get knighted? Artist. He was <laughs> <an> artist. <laughs> he painted. He painted, painted for a beautiful picture. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the penguin's name? Oh, I have no idea. It's it's. Can you imagine Elton John and that penguin <laughs> hanging out? They got the same credentials. Sir. <laughs> Sir Mr. Poppins. Sir Penguin. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, Mr. Popper's Penguin. Okay, uh, final one. Okay. So y'all know the queen? Yes. I don't personally. Yes. But I mean, well, not personally, you know but Lizzie. You know good old Lizzie? Sweet Sweet the queen. She's been queen for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody hazard a guess as to how many years she has been in reign? Okay, so I think it's 73, Lee. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Can you give us a hotter call? I think she's been queen for 62. Incorrect. She's been the queen for 50 years? Lee, Incorrect. 65. Did you just Google it? <laughs> yes. <I> <laughs> no, because no, uh, Sean and I wrong. looked this up. Uh, well, Google says you're wrong. Sean and I looked this up, and we figured it out that she... Oh, wait. That was in 17, so... Yeah. 68. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> so close. She looked up an old article. The, the queen has been in reign for 68 years. Wow. Holy cow. And still going strong. Because she... Uh, how old is, is she? 90 or 80? She's in her 90s. 90s. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And she's she over still in her 20s, right? Good yep. for her. And she is still fashionable as oh all get out. And she yeah. is still well-versed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen their... Um, uh, Instagram and Twitter? And I she think got they a Twitter. A t- the royal family has a TikTok now. Oh what? Let me see Lizzie on there doing TikTok. <laughs> oh, it's really I'm funny. I'm savage. All right, gotta go. <laughs> oh, that is the game for today, folks. All right. Good one. Good one. I think it's about time to wrap up today. So let's go around in our speed circle, do this every week. And what is one thing you learned today? Never to make Adam a PB&J. Mm. Ooh, that's true. Please don't. Yeah. And Mason does not like the Beatles. <laughs> so don't play it. There are no ice makers in Ireland. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go ask my mom later. (laughs) Jones, what'd you learn? Having a baby in quarantine. You learned how to do it. (laughs) 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 I'm trying so hard right now to come up with something. I can't think of one day thing. You haven't learned anything? No, I feel like I have. I'm trying to. I I was trying to actually come up with something more like off the. um, Off the the cuff portion. It didn't have to be deep. I learned how to get this going. Mm. All the all the, That's the recording. There you go. I don't know. I, I learned Hercules. a lot. I love Hercules. Yeah. Love you guys. So all right. Much. Love you all. Bye bye. Bye. See y'all next week. Talk to you soon. Ttyl. If you've enjoyed To The Table, be sure to subscribe to keep up with us and to never miss an episode. Our hosts are Lee French, Adam Jones, Kate McKnight, Derek Walker, Hannah DeFada, and me, Mason Cavanis. Produced and recorded by Mason Cavanis and executive produced by Lee French. Mixed and edited by John Provost and music by Springkin. To The Table is a podcast from Brentwood United Methodist Church in Brentwood, Tennessee.